Good day and welcome back to the Help Me Understand podcast. This is Dr. Robert Dillon. This episode features Heather Lance. Uh, Heather is a 1991 Pattonville High School graduate, a small business owner, and an entrepreneur. We talk about the wisdom that comes from growing your own business, the subjects in school that have crept back into her work, and the joy that she gets in supporting so many others around the country as they expand their businesses in the area of wellness and day spa. It was very insightful to hear how communications, marketing, science, listening are all keys to her success. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did, and thank you for being a listener of the Help Me Understand podcast. Heather, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Bob. Thank you so much for having me. This is yeah. really exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's been great to catch up with folks, and uh, really, also, I've heard from many people listening to the podcast, like, I didn't know that she or he was doing that. That's amazing. So what, uh, where would people find you in the world today and what are you up to? Sure. Well, I'm in the wellness industry. I am the clinical and business development educator for a skincare product line called Jan Marini Skin Research based out of San Jose, California. I am the central educator for nine states and I love it. And how I was introduced to this company was through a major spa wellness chain called Massage and I worked for a previous brand that had been in um, working with that company for years. And as things evolve, so does any type of business, they wanted to elevate their skincare offerings. And so then I jumped from that product line to the Jamarini Skin Research line. I've been there for a year. It's been great. So I've helped out launching into a business, educating adult learners, and really also educating our team on how to work with estheticians and the whole spa atmosphere. Yeah, so a unique kind of niche. And it's funny as I talk to people like, just at learning that all of these niches of work and jobs and exist is super interesting. But also, what's it look like to be an adult educator? I play that role sometimes. But for you, what does that look like? And what are the challenges of uh, teaching adults? Sure, it's one of those things that I have to meet them at their level. And that's sometimes not the level that they think they're at. And so I have to really make sure that I'm coming in as the expert, but not really telling anyone what to be doing. And so I really had to finesse my style, my education style, my communication style to first build trust. I can come in and say, I'm Heather Lance, and I've been in this industry since I was seven because my mom did this for a while, never thought I'd do what my mom did, but really coming in and really explaining to them that I understand their challenges, letting them define them for me, letting them tell me where they need the assistance, even though I already have an already put together agenda, and then weave into what they explain to me are their challenges into what I'm actually going to train them on that day. 
Yeah, and I think it is a challenge building trust quickly with people. Um, and I've had that conversation with many uh, folks in many different places where you arrive, you certainly have a wealth of knowledge, but like they don't want to hear you unless they have some connection with you. Um, tell me a little bit about what I would be surprised by about the industry in general. Growing, changing, adapting, uh, where, where are you seeing trends go? Well, the trends I think are going to change because of what's happening right now. What I think a lot of people don't understand is maybe in the 80s, a facial was more of a fluff or buff and more celebrities actually received that type of service. What's really interesting about our industry, keeping it within aesthetics, is that skincare side. A lot of people feel that they can do thing DIY, do it at home, do it yourself. They can create a mask. They can create cleansers with ingredients that are in their home. But what I really love about the industry is the scientific side, how the formulas are put together, how they are tested. And what I've really enjoyed with the new skincare company that I'm with is physicians, dermatologists around the country that are very well respected and they actually test our products on their patients. And the results are pretty, pretty extraordinary. Sometimes they're of course what we are expecting. Sometimes they're even more than what we expect. And it's interesting, they'll do a blind study. So they'll use one product on one side of the face, a different product on the other side of the face, and it's a double blind. So they don't know which product they were using on either side, and then to be able to show those results. And these type of scenarios of the actual um, published studies are done all the time. And I personally, product that's on my skin that has been tested and approved by physicians, not something that someone made in their kitchen during these next six weeks. Yeah, and, but you are in an industry that has plenty of people that have great marketing and no research. You have plenty of people mm -hmm. that have name recognition and um, kind of have mediocre product. How do you make that argument beyond what you just did? And how do you continue to kind of draw people to the science or the effectiveness uh, of what's there? Because I think that can be a really tricky thing. I agree. I wish I would have taken a more solid approach to my studies in high school and college on a lot of the core basic knowledge that you need, the sciences. They were never my strong suit. It was something I didn't relate to. But as I've been in the industry, I wish I would have done a little bit more in chemistry to understand how a product works. I wish I would have done um, or taken a class in anatomy and physiology. One of the things that I was able to learn as I started getting into my licensing was to actually learn more about the different layers of the skin and how different ingredients have different performances, different activities on the skin and how different other products or enzymes and all of these different things can, can, can make it do something else and be a catalyst for something else. I wish I would have worked on that. Math, I wish I would have done a little bit more. How much product do you really need? Does, do you, you don't, if, just because you add a whole tablespoon of product actually doesn't make it better. More does not make it better. 
there was also from sciences and math, there's also communication skills, how to work with, I guess, like you said, from the trust and being able to, to speak fluently about ingredients and not sound like you're a salesperson and not just giving them the, the marketing answers, but really understanding the features and benefits and, and the, how quickly they're going to see results. Yeah, and I, I bet you also see a whole variety of, I, I want to start a day spa small business. I want to um, sell product to people in their homes. I want, I'm a big conglomerate. Um, what is the kind of spectrum of different people that you're selling to? And maybe um, if people don't know, kind of what are all the kind of verticals that exist in the world? Sure, I love that question. So for myself, my mom and I actually owned an aesthetic school through the cosmetology board uh, through the state of Missouri for over 10 years. And so we actually taught adult learners to come in. They had 750 hours to complete and then they were able to take a licensing exam to become Missouri State um, uh, actually licensed to then work. And yes, what would they like to do? They all want to be their own boss. They would all like to have their own location, but that's not a not capable for everyone. So there's a lot of different gamuts there. I had folks graduate and work at a big box store as their lead skincare salesperson because they had that licensing backup to really understand how the products work and how to combine them. I had folks work for physicians in their medical spa. I've had folks work for plastic surgeons. I even have had RNs come and have a double licensing so that then they could not only complete Botox shots, Restylane fillers, but also understand that even if you have those type of services, if you have bad skin to begin with, you're gonna have bad skin afterwards. So how do I get the whole palette to look great? I even have those that go and they actually did open up their own place. I have three graduates here in St. Louis that have major spas here that were my graduates. And so they have a team and they went and they built it. I have those also that have their own like solar salons, things like that. And they own, they rent a room and they have their own facility, which is great. So there's, that whole side, then there's the side and the path that I chose after having the school, which is actually becoming a vendor and being a vendor rep. And so then you do have multiple brands to choose from, depending on really what your beliefs are, what is your core belief, because you have to really believe in the brand to be able to educate and sell the brand. So that's been something fun for me is to have those opportunities. Yeah, and you said you were in nine states, and so I, I, I probably lends itself to some travel. I'm sure right now it's all video calls, but um, where, um, where do you get to travel to? And then kind of um, which markets maybe you didn't know a lot about, but you're excited about? Sure. So I've been across the United States, so from Seattle to Florida, Boston, Albany, New York, all the way to Southern California. And the nine main states that I have are the upper central. So Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, and then half of Chicago through Southern Illinois. So that's my main um, area. Very easy to hop on a plane and, and 
very easy to get through there. But I've actually had the opportunity through these past almost 10 years that I've been working as a vendor that I've been everywhere. The spa industry city that surprised me the most, I, I believe was actually, I would have to think about that. I have to say actually, Minneapolis was one. They're very, um, very ahead of the curve, but I think also it's because the humidity leaves in September and doesn't come back until May. So they are very dry and they want to know what's going to work. And when something works for someone, they're very good at really recommending it to others. The only state I have, the two states I haven't been to are Alaska and Hawaii. I don't know why I, I don't get that opportunity. I've got to find out why. But um, those would be two areas I'd love to go to. And then the biggest surprise for me was actually Florida. I think because of the humidity, I was thinking that I would only have very oily skin folks that had acne issues. It'd be very specific in the needs. But what was neat about Florida is that they actually have everything that we run into, the dryness, the oiliness, the combination, all of the skin concerns that we're running into and all the brands are always trying to combat with the fine wrinkles, pigmentation, and laxity issues, sensitivity. So I was actually surprised. I thought it would be more specific because of the, the weather and less weather changes. Well, we have Alaska in common. So I, okay. Alaska would be my 50th state. And my, ah. daughter's the, my daughter's the other day said, why don't you just book a trip to Alaska and just go? And so I'm like, I'm not sure about that. But uh, uh, soon, soon that'll happen. So uh, beyond work, uh, what keeps you busy? What uh, are you excited about? What are you curious about? Uh, what happens outside of work for you? Sure. I have a six-year-old who's in kindergarten. I'm very, very busy with him and my husband. We love, love, love hanging out. This has been fun spending a lot of time together. We actually started eating dinner at the dinner table this past week. He didn't know what that was the first time. He's like, what, what are we doing? But he's very social, like his mama. So we're always out and about doing things. Having later age gives you a little different perspective, I think. I enjoy all the small little moments of bedtime, tucking in, reading books, things like that. So when I am home, when I'm not traveling, it's really about him. I also am very close to my parents and they recently sold their house and have driven off in an RV. So it's been fun to check in with them every other day and find out where they are and what they're doing and what new adventure they've gone to and explored. So that's been a lot of fun. And then just keeping up with folks. Something I love to do is just having time like this to catch up and say hello and congratulate those that are doing well and check in with those that maybe need a little upper and, and, and things like that. So. Yeah, oh, I really like that. And so I, I think it's interesting that, you know, we're in uh, a time and space where we're more connected than ever, yet at times we feel more disconnected than ever. So I think that this time where we're kind of socially distanced feels so odd 
um, in, in so many ways, but it, uh, it certainly has me appreciating uh, time with my family and uh, being outside as well. So every day that it's sunny has been a, a happy day for me so far. Yes, I'm a natural hugger. So this is very, very difficult. It's like, oh, I can't go in for that. I don't have a bubble anyways. So I usually had to ask before I come flying in with arms open, but this is gonna be something I think is gonna, gonna change the world for a little bit, but hopefully we'll get back to that. Being able to sit across the table at a restaurant where someone else cooks for you and does the dishes would be absolutely amazing to get back to soon. Yes. <laughs> Um, so if you were going to give some advice um, uh, to folks that wanted to go into the field that you're in, um, you know, what would it be? Where, where would they start? Maybe they're, maybe they're 16, maybe they're 22. Um, what, what's some advice you wish someone would have given you uh, way back when? Right. I would really, what I love about my industry is that you're constantly growing. This is not, I went to aesthetic school or massage therapy school or cosmetology school and I'm finished. I am constantly learning. I learned something from my coworkers, my boss, our founder, other estheticians that I'm training. I go into every training saying, I can't wait to learn from you today. So having that open mind that you really are going into this industry to be the best self of, of you. And if it's really kind of defining your why, this is a very giving industry. You give of yourself every, it almost seems like every 60 minutes, you have a new person coming in with different challenges. Uh, we wear different hats. We wear that greeter hat. We wear that private investigation hat on what's going on with their, with their um, skin or if they're a massage therapist, where you in pain. Then we have our psychology hat because we hear things we're never supposed to hear in our lifetime. And then you have, of course, then if you want to call it a sales hat because you need to be able to talk about yourself so that they rebook with you and refer their friends. So really understanding that now, whether you're 16 or you're 22 and you graduated with a, a marketing degree and didn't know what you wanted to do with it after that, really understanding that it's don't go into all of your classes now. Just try to memorize it and then be done with it. Really know and learn the information because I think you'd be surprised in this industry how everything comes back. And you need all of those skills and all of those all of that knowledge because you'll use it every Yeah, that's awesome. And I, you know, I, um, I, it's just fun to hear you so passionate about what you do. Uh, it's so great to hear just joy around um, doing all of those things. And uh, really, that's all we can ask for in life is that we find ourselves in a place where uh, we have happiness more days um, than less, right? We just, that, that's a good thing to hear. So I appreciate um, you bringing some energy to the table today and being a part of the podcast. Thoroughly enjoyed this. This was so fun. I really had a great time with it. So I hope I hope it introduced some folks to this industry. And if they have any other questions, we can always um, do another one of these. Sounds good. I'll make sure I get contact information and where to talk to you and uh, a little bit about uh, your product in the show notes. So uh, thanks again. I so appreciate your time today. 
Thanks for listening to the Help Me Understand podcast. For more about my work, you can head over to drrobertdillon.com or follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Don't forget to rate this podcast as it helps alert others to the great conversations and ideas happening in this space. Until next time, this is Dr. Robert Dillon reminding you that an intentional life is filled with awe, curiosity, and joy.